Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America, which just earned the Just Capital seal. Bank of America is ranked number one for ongoing commitment to their workers with initiatives like Sharing Success, which awarded 97% of their teammates additional compensation, nearly all in stock. This is the program's seventh consecutive year, awarding more than $4.8 billion in total. Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. Friday, a few showers return to the mid-state. Information-fueled, opinion-driven. Matter of fact, I have been permitted to choose my own words and discuss my own ideas. Good morning. The Chris Han Show. Super Talk 99.7 WTN. Super Talk 99.7 WTN. My name is Chris Hand. Good morning. How are you? Mac Mori producing, Ken Weaver in the newsroom. You on the phone lines and the Super Text line at 615-737-9986. Got a fun show today. We're going to talk about uh, Tucker Carlson. Tucker Carlson, that's the Boston sneaking out. Did you hear that? Carlson. Carlson. Uh, Tucker finally taking off the mask and revealing that he's a Russian agent once and for all. Did you know that? I knew it. We always <laughs> felt that that was yep. the case. Yep. Now we have definitive proof. <laughs> Finally, CNN exposed that dirt bag. So we'll <laughs> cover that. Crazy. They called us conspiracy <laughs> theorists. <laughs> said they called us crazy. Uh, so we're we're going to talk about that. Scott Desjardins is going to be joining the show at ten thirty-five. Congressman Desjardins to talk about all those migrants, the migrants, illegal aliens being sent to Middle Tennessee, it, specifically the DHS letter that talked about. Nashville, Davidson County, Franklin, and Murfreesboro, where uh, that's 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 me and Scott's stomping ground, Murfreesboro. People in Murfreesboro aren't happy about it. People in Middle Tennessee aren't happy about it. We're going to talk to Scott Desjardins about what can be done about it. Plus, we're going to take get his take on the bipartisan border bill. That's bipartisan. See what he thinks about that, and uh, you know any questions that you have for Scott Desjardins, please. Jump in on the text line or on the phone line, 615-737-9986. I'll be happy to ask those questions. This is the first time I get to talk to Scott. So see how, see how it goes. I'm excited to see what he has to say. He, he did send a, a letter. WSMV was covering that. They told me that WSMV didn't cover the entirety of what he sent to DHS. So we'll let him say exactly what uh, he he wants to talk about. Hey, by the way, did you see on the super text line? Uh, Todd is already here. Let's go, Todd. Got that clock working right. Todd, he says he's here because he's on vacation. Hey, good for you, Todd. Way to go, Todd. That's awesome. Spending your vacation with us. It's, uh... Uh, no, that's awesome. Thank you. We appreciate uh, it. Yeah. Sixty nine seventy five on the super text line said, "Your man crush on Tucker Carlson is killing me." <laughs> what do you want? Me? I just said he's a Russian agent. <laughs> oh, any man crush on Tucker Carlson? All right, so uh, we'll we'll talk about Tucker. I also want to talk about this border bill. Let's start uh, with with Chuck Schumer. Old Chuck, uh, he was talking to Mika, Mika on Morning Joe. And he was defending his bipartisan border bill. In fact, Mika, Mika, she said it's it's the most bipart- bipartisan border bill, the most bipartisan bill ever, actually. Did, did you know that? The most bipartisan bill ever. 
You've said that you worked very closely with Leader McConnell on this, this bill, now that we see what's in it, seems to be as bipartisan as it gets. Why wouldn't this, why wouldn't both sides really want this to go through? Well, it's a great question, Mika. Look. Oh, it's a, that's a great question. Why wouldn't both sides want this to go through? I mean, what did we, what did we decide yesterday? It was about 78% of the money goes out of the country. And then the money that goes to the border is actually really just for processing and green cards and work permits. <laughs> Who wouldn't want that? Are you kidding me? So bipartisan. It's actually so bipartisan, in fact, that Mitch McConnell has now turned his back on the border bill. Yes, Minority Leader Mitch McConnell made the shocking decision to recommend Republicans block the advancement of the Senate pro-migration border bill. This is from Breitbart News. They say the first procedural vote is set for Wednesday. It is unknown if Majority Senate uh, Minority Leader McConnell will, uh, he's saying he won't, he won't pass it, but they don't know if Majority Leader Chuck Schumer will forge ahead. McConnell cited the overwhelming number of Senate Republicans planning to vote against the measure, either on substance or because they want more time, according to Punchbowl News. The longtime Republican leader has spoken in favor of the deal and did not express any personal hesitations about the legislation to his colleagues. But of course, McConnell likes the bill because McConnell wants to send more money to Ukraine. That's always been McConnell's priority in this, is sending more money to Ukraine. And as we know, the largest chunk of this money in the bipartisan border bill goes to Ukraine. But, you know, McConnell can't take a little Internet backlash. So now he's turning his back on the bill. But the bill, I mean, Chuck Schumer says it took it took such a long time to do this so long for such a trash bill. It took a long time, four months of arduous negotiations. They fell off the tracks a whole bunch of times. I had to be on the phone even at midnight saying we've got to keep going. Why? We're at a turning point in America. This bill is crucial and history will look back on it and say, did America fail itself? Well, I've, I feel like people are going to say America failed itself if this thing ever sees the light of day and goes through. Thankfully, it doesn't seem like that has any chance of happening. Johnson calling it DOA, McConnell turning his back on it. Chuck Schumer, though, is like, I was up till midnight on the phone. We worked so hard. It, it, it's a trash bill. But he says it's crucial, so I think it's important to hear him out. Why is this so crucial, Chucky e. Schumer? Why is it crucial? Well, if we don't aid uh, Ukraine... Putin will be walk all over Ukraine. We will lose the war, and we could be fighting in Eastern Europe in a NATO ally in a few years. Americans won't like that. Is he trying to extort us? Is, is he saying that if we don't pass this bipartisan border bill that we're going to have troops on the ground in Eastern Europe? Is, that, is he threatening us? Does that feel like a threat to you? Why is it crucial? Well, if we don't aid... Uh, Ukraine, Putin will be walk all over Ukraine. We will lose the war, and we could be fighting in Eastern Europe in a NATO ally in a few years. Americans won't like that. No, so let's uh, let's do the other thing that Americans would like, and just have our have our country overrun. Hmm. Hmm. Americans won't like that, says Chuck Schumer. That's why it's so crucial. You don't want to go fight in Eastern Europe. 
this is this is unbelievable. But Chuck Schumer lays it on thick. He says, you know, history history is going to judge us. History is going to look over our shoulders and say, did we rise to the occasion? To his credit, Mitch McConnell did. But too many Republicans, yeah. including Speaker Johnson, are just scared to death of Donald Trump. I just think they don't want to pass a bad bill. And, uh, you know, he says, to his credit, Mitch McConnell rose to the occasion. Uh, well, Mitch McConnell has turned his back against that bipartisan border bill. Because, you know, you say, oh, they can't stand up against Donald Trump. But, oh, Mitch McConnell couldn't stand up to a little Internet scrutiny. And he's turned his back on the bill. Donald Trump has said he wants chaos. Donald Trump has said, well, wait till I become president. That'll take at least a year. Ukraine could be gone. The border will get much worse. War in the Middle East will get worse, maybe bring, bringing, bringing us into it. He's doing it all for political reasons. Oh, it's all for political reasons. It's all Donald Trump's fault. Mind you, the border could be fixed with executive orders and just reinstating Trump policies. But Joe Biden doesn't want to do that, and it's all for political reasons. The political reasons being the invasion is his game plan. And it is an invasion. And you know what? More and more people are admitting that it is an invasion. In fact, do you know who admitted it was an invasion yesterday on MSNBC of all networks? Al Sharpton called what's happening at the border an invasion. The Overton window is shifting. And I'll tell you what. You might not like Al Sharpton, but he's a smart guy, and, and he's reading the tea leaves, and the people in his community are like, this is an invasion. So now Al Sharpton is also calling it an invasion at the border. At the end of the day, senators have to deal with their voters, and at the same time, it, uh, in the bill, you give uh, uh, money to Gaza, to, to, to civilians in Gaza and Israel. But the border, I mean, we're looking every day at the invasion of migrants. We're looking every day at the invasion. Could you imagine uh, even right-wingers saying this 15 years ago, 10 years ago? Now it's being said by Democrats on MSNBC. It's an invasion. But the border, I mean, we're looking every day at the invasion of migrants, and they're playing a time game with politics on this. Couldn't that pressure put to bear in their home states? I just want to reiterate, it is shocking to hear a Democrat like Al Sharpton call it an invasion on MSNBC. The Overton window is shifting. The public does not like what's happening at the border. Democrats and Republicans alike know that this is a problem. They know it. It's an issue. It's the most important issue as we head towards November. And you know what? Joe Biden could fix it very, very quickly, but he refuses to do so. He refuses to do so. So here we are. We're stuck with a bill that is really uh, a betrayal of the American people. Where 78% of the money in this bill gets sent out of the country. And that is the best that they could do. After months of negotiating, Chuck Schumer says, he's on the phone till midnight trying to keep this thing on the rails. And the best that they could do is betray the American people. That's the best they could do. This is your political class. 
on both sides, Democrats and Republicans working for this. And now, after some pushback, after the heat gets turned up, the Republicans don't want anything to do with it anymore. McConnell turns against it. There's word that Lankford might even not not vote for it. After Lankford defended this bill the best he could, and even went after Elon Musk and criticized Elon Musk over Tesla recalls when, when asked about Elon Musk's opposition to the bill. That, that's, what, that's what Lankford did. But Chuck Schumer, he, he tries to put the blame on Mike Johnson. And he tells Speaker Johnson, you have to do something about the border. you got to do something. The bill that you passed didn't get a single Democratic vote in the House or the Senate. How are you going to get anything done? Or do you just want to make a speech? As you admittedly say, the border is, you say the border is in chaos. Do something about it. Don't just politically posture. I wish that uh, old Chucky Schumer would bring that same energy for the senile old man we have sitting in the White House on Pennsylvania Avenue. But he won't. But you could literally point at Joe Biden and say the exact same thing that Chuck Schumer is saying to Mike Johnson here. How are you going to get anything done? Or do you just want to make a speech as you admittedly say the border is, you say the border's in chaos. Do something about it. Don't just politically posture. Do something about it. Don't just politically posture. And I think that goes to both sides of the ruling elites in the Democrat Party and the Republican Party. But here we are. The only thing, the best option that we have is to do nothing. The The worst option is a bill that's $118 billion and sends 78% of that out of the country. We'll talk to Scott Desjardins about it in the 10 o'clock hour. See what he's feeling about this. And uh, we'll, we'll also go over what Senator Lankford had to say about Elon Musk. Next, hang out with us. It's 921. But 930 on Super Talk 99.7 WTN. Thank you, Ken Weaver. It is Super Talk 99.7 WTN. We were talking about this border bill. Adam in Franklin wants to weigh in on it. Adam, you're next on Super Talk. What's up, dude? Hey, thanks for taking my call. Um, yes, this border bill is an absolute sham. Um, Schumer is just an idiot if he thought anybody was going to pass that. But my, my point to that is, you know, we had 25 governors that banded together that said that they backed Texas um, in securing their border. Why can't we just get these governors to band together and get them re- where it really hurts? The Democrats only allowed this for power, for census, for voting. Why can't the, why can't these governors just get together and say, we're going to band together and make state bills where you have to have a photo ID and you have to be a legal U.S. citizen to vote. And if you're not a legal U.S. citizen, you're not going to be counted in the census for jurisdictional power. That That's what I think would end this whole immigration crisis. Well, I mean, it's a, it would be a good start, and, and I get where you're coming from. The census, I believe, was decided by the Supreme Court. And then as far as, you know, it's it's already illegal to vote if you're not a citizen. Arizona, we talked about yesterday, has that has that loophole where you don't have to prove you're a citizen to vote in federal elections. But I get where you're at. And it seems like the government is just betraying us with these sham paper tiger bills that really just send all the money out of the country. Yeah, it, it's an absolute travesty. And how much it's adding to our federal debt is just it's nuts. So hopefully we come up with an answer soon. Yeah. I mean, but hey, who cares about federal debt when we can just borrow from China to help other countries fight their wars against countries like China? 
either borrow from China or print it away and printing it away. We've seen what happens with that. That's what our uh, our uh, inflation is is the cost of free money. I'm with you, Adam. Thanks for the call, man. I really appreciate it. I, I do want to talk about what's going on with Senator Lankford, and uh, he was defending the border bill with Jake Tapper and taking aim at Elon Musk. But before I do that, this just came across my desk. Oh, what's that? Breaking news. Can you give me a breaking news sounder? Come on, man. Oh, yeah, I've got you. I've got you. This is a breaking news update on Super Talk 99.7 WTN. Dan Mandis just came in here and he handed me this piece of paper and it said, we have another Super Talk live event. Another one, my friends. Let's go. It's happening on Super Tuesday, March 5th. Super Talk on Super Tuesday. Oh, my gosh. The alliteration. Come on. It's going to be super. It's (laughs) (laughs) bingo. It's going to be Super Tuesday, March 5th at the Nashville Palace. Now, this is a free event. It says it on the paper. Free? I didn't read the paper, and I texted Dan to say, is this a free event? (laughs) And uh, sure enough, it was on the paper. The info's right there. It's a free event. We'll be broadcasting live as the results come in on Super Tuesday. Everybody's going to have a fun time except for Nikki Haley. I promise you. (laughs) Dan's going to be there. I'll be there. Matt Murphy, Brian Wilson. It's going to be a night of fun, food, conversation. We're going to shoot the breeze. We're going to talk politics. And if you reserve your table online, you're in the running for a massive hot chicken and barbecue tailgate package for 25 people. It all starts at 6 on Super Tuesday, March 5th. And you can sign up for that massive hot chicken and barbecue tailgate package for 25 people at 997WTN.com. All the info is at 997WTN.com. We'll talk about Senator Lankford defending his border bill by attacking 274-8419. And why is it that we only have consequences for actions not in the United States? They, like you said, if we harm, if you harm Americans, there will be payback. Well, there are Americans being harmed in the United States every damn day. We don't do shit about the border. We don't do anything about crime. When will we send a message to the illegal immigrants or the fentanyl suppliers or the smash and grabbers? Or hell, why not send a message to the people who assault cops? I'm not saying bombing. I'm saying actually creating disincentives, actually punishing people who deserve punishment in the United States and protecting millions of, of Americans here. I don't want our troops getting bombed over there i prefer that they be home here so you put the sitting ducks out there then we got to go send some virtue signaling message to show that we're doing something and that we know is not doing anything and then we got to sit here and act like armchair experts talking about this crap for 17 minutes i'm sick of it Ooh, that was an all-timer rant from greg gutfeld I, I i feel that in my bones when he says we got to sit here and talk about it for 17 minutes and armchair this thing. I'm sick of it. It's Super Talk 99.7 WTN. My name is Chris Hand. Now, we do. We, this is what we do. We, we armchair this stuff. But I'm sick of it as well. And, and I'm sick of it when we get this bipartisan border bill that uh, sends all of our money out of the country. And the money that it does go to the southern border, it doesn't do what you think it's going to do at the southern border. Not by a long shot. Yet we have quote-unquote Republicans 
that will go out there and defend this. They will literally defend this until the cows come home. And then after they get some backlash on the Internet, they'll probably vote no. Like Senator Lankford. Senator Lankford out of Oklahoma, he's one of the architects of this bipartisan border bill. This trash bipartisan border bill. And he goes on CNN, which is a red flag right there. And he defends his bipartisan border bill. Jake Tapper brings up the fact that Elon Musk is criticizing the deal. And Jake opens up talking about that Elon criticism. Here's a claim being circulated on Twitter or X by Elon Musk, who posted, quote, the long-term goal of the so-called border security bill is enabling illegals to vote. It will do the total opposite of securing the border, unquote. Now, I know that Elon Musk is not an expert on illegal uh, immigration or the border, but he has a huge megaphone. Um, He does. Explain what he's talking about here. Is he wrong? Well, let me stop it right there. Now, I, I agree Elon's probably not the expert on the southern border, But if I recall correctly, Elon has visited the southern border about as many times as Joe Biden has visited the southern border during his term in office. Fact check me on that. But I'm pretty sure Elon has been there the same amount of times as Joe. Does does he not have the right to voice his disagreement in this bill? Well, Senator Lankford doesn't really take any of the criticisms of the bill and argue those points, Senator Lankford just starts swiping at Elon by going after Tesla. Uh, Well, I I think he needs to go back to doing the 2 million Teslas that are currently being recalled right now to be able to focus in on that. No, it's not focused on trying to be able to get more illegals to vote. That's absurd. Oh, it's absurd. It's not about getting more illegals to vote. Well, we talked about the loophole yesterday in the Arizona state where you can register for a federal only ballot and not have to prove your citizenship and how 20,000 people have registered for just that ballot. So is it absurd? It's absurd. It's absurd. He also goes after Elon and he, and he takes a jab at him about Tesla's being recalled. I think he needs to go back to doing the 2 million Tesla's that are currently being recalled right now to be able to focus in on that. No, Got to focus on the the Tesla recalls. Oh, hey, here's my advice to Senator Langford. First, actually argue the criticism, right? That that would be that would be a good starting point. Do it somewhere where conservatives are going to see you. Secondly, if you want to go at Elon Musk, there there's plenty of low hanging fruit, and a Tesla recall is not one of them. The Tesla recall, a lot of people look at that as politically motivated. And maybe it's not. Maybe it is. I don't know. I haven't really paid much attention to it, to be honest with you. But I have seen Elon Musk supporting a carbon tax to solve climate change. If I'm Senator Lankford, and this is just me spitballing, and and I just feel like it, it proves that this guy's a lousy politician. I go, do you really think I'm going to take advice from a guy that believes a carbon tax is going to solve climate change? That's where I would go if you're going to swipe at Elon Musk. Because in a recent post on his social media platform, Musk shared an eight-minute video explaining the adverse effects of increasing carbon emissions on the environment and actually proposed a carbon tax as a way to solve climate change.
So there, there's a couple of things here that just irritate me and mind boggle me. A, if you're going to go after Elon Musk, hit him where conservatives are going to actually listen to that criticism, like the carbon tax. Or go after the points instead of just saying, oh, he thinks illegals are going to vote. That's absurd. No, it's not focused on trying to be able to get more illegals to vote. That's absurd. Well, uh, how about, the again, the Daily Caller interview or article from yesterday that we talked about? They have two separate ways to register to vote. You can register federally, and that prevents you from voting in state and local elections, but it does allow you to vote in the presidential election. And yes, it's illegal. It, it is illegal to vote in an election if you're not a U.S. citizen. But the way Arizona has it, uh, you know, basically set up, is you don't have to prove you're a citizen to register federally. Whereas to do the state and local ones, you need IDs and all the things. But to register the federal way in Arizona, you just need to check the box. And then nobody asks you any other questions. They say, that's perfect. You check the box. Here's your ballot for the federal election. And 20,000 people have done it that way in Arizona. So is it actually absurd? Absurd. It's absurd. It's absurd, says Senator Langford. Absolutely absurd. If you're going to go after Elon, there's plenty of low-hanging fruit. But he swipes at him that way. But, you know, it's illegal. It's illegal for illegals to vote, right? It is against the law for anyone that is not a citizen of the United States to be able to vote in the United States in any federal election. That remains so. Obviously, we're not dealing with that. Oh, obviously, we're not dealing with that. This is the thing that just blows my mind. Either he's uneducated or he's ignoring what we all see happening in real time. I, I keep going back to this Arizona Daily Caller story from yesterday. It's not absurd. This is a real thing that we should deal with. 20,000 people have registered to vote federal only in Arizona because of a rule that they have on the books that says you can register federally and only vote in federal elections and you just have to check a box to prove you're a citizen. You don't have to pr provide any documentation. Or you can register with the state and, and, and be able to vote federally that way and vote in state and local elections, but you have to have documentation to prove you're a citizen. And 20,000 people have opted to only vote on that federal style. Does it mean every single one of those 20,000 are illegal aliens? No, I'm not saying that. But the fact remains, if you go that route, you don't have to prove you're a citizen. You just have to check a box. So when he says, oh, illegals can't vote, it's illegal. It is against the law for anyone that is not a citizen of the United States to be able to vote in the United States. It's against the law for murder. Thank God that doesn't happen. It's, it's against the law to cross the border illegally. Oh, thank God that doesn't happen. This is, this is what blows my mind. Oh, because it's against the law, that means there's no chance of it happening, right? That, that's the logic this man is providing. And, and I'm sorry, I don't believe anything Senator Langford says anymore because when you look at the bill that this man works so hard on, this bipartisan effort, that sends 78% of the money out of the country. Are you kidding? 
You know how you know it's a bad bill? Let me me fill you in. I'll tell you how you know it's a bad bill. Alejandro Mayorkas praises the Senate bipartisan border deal. Oh, Ali Alejandro. He's, He's a big fan. Big fan. You know, he's uh, come out in favor of the bipartisan security bill making its way through the Senate. Loves it. Loves it. He actually wrote, uh, the bipartisan agreement in the Senate is tough, fair, and takes meaningful steps to address the challenges our country faces after decades of congressional inaction. It would allow DHS Gov to remove more quickly those who do not establish a legal basis to remain in the United States, reducing the time from years to months. It would expedite protection and law and work authorization for those legitimate claims. That's just, if this guy, Alejandro Mayorkas, likes it, you can be sure that it is hot garbage. He adds that it would make it easier for DHS to temporarily prevent certain individuals from entering the border when encounters are extremely high. Oh, only, you know, when encounters are extremely high. But they're also going to expand work authorization and, and allow a lot of illegals in with this bill. Plus, uh, again, the thing that blows my mind the most and the thing that I can't get over is that s- roughly 78% of it goes out of the country. 78% of it goes out of the country. But Elon Musk, Senator Langford, says his criticisms are... They're absurd. Absolutely absurd. It's absurd. It's absurd. 951. These stories and more at 10 on Super Talk 99.7 WTN. Thank you, Ken Weaver. It is Super Talk 99.7 WTN. My name is Chris Ann. Don't forget, uh, Scott Desjardins is going to be joining us at 1035. We're going to talk to him about that DHS letter saying they're sending migrants, migrants, illegal aliens to Middle Tennessee. Specifically, when they mentioned Nashville, Davidson County, Franklin, Murfreesboro, what his response was. We're going to talk to him about the impeachment of Alejandro Mayorkas. They're saying uh, that Mike Johnson's facing a slim margin to pass that impeachment today. Ken Buck, still digging in on that no vote, thinks it's constitutionally wrong to expel Alejandro Mayorkas over the southern border catastrophe. We'll ask Scott Desjardins about that as well. Anything else you want to ask Scott, send your texts in. I'd love to get your questions directly to the congressman. 615-737-9986. Real quick, let's go to Dave in the borough on the border. What's up, Dave? Hey, uh, well, I just wanted to say that, uh, you know, it's ridiculous how uh, they're just letting people flow across the border uh, MS-13 is in Ohio now, as well as in Nashville. Uh, but the D.C. Circuit Court just stated, I believe, according to this guy on X called Jin, uh, that uh, POTUS is not immune from p- prosecution, uh, but he was basically pushed, you know, pointing towards President Trump and uh, his, quote, MAGA morons. But uh, what what that also means is that uh, Biden is not immune from prosecution also. That's a good point. It sets up a a big precedent. And also what you were saying about MS-13, you know, being in Ohio, being in Tennessee, the gang is active in. in, 
worldwide, yes. Yeah, I mean, they're they're everywhere. They have activity in 42 states and D.C. Yes, and uh, there's also been talk that there is active uh, sleeper cells in the United States from somewhere and that, you know, we probably should uh, expect some sort of, you know, uh, I don't know, attack because yeah, I mean, of the border being I, I would I would argue open. I would argue there's probably sleeper cells from everywhere that is currently mm-hmm. an enemy of America. I appreciate your call, Dave. Thanks so much. Ken- Afford Anything is a podcast that teaches you how to be smart with your money. As a small business, you don't have the resources to pay the level of overhead and for the level of services that a Fortune 500 company could afford. So I certainly understand why, if you want to offer benefits, the providers of that, that that fee is going to be higher because there's more account management per employee. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen.